one. This is episode number 30 of Dev Branch Blocks and Blockin Awesome. Blocking Awesome. Blocking Awesome. Blocking Awesome. Blockin awesome. Oh, hey, I'm Say Reed. Uh, I make WordPress, teach WordPress, we preach WordPress at Say Reed Media and all the things. And y'all know who it is. It's your boy, Jason Cosper, a.k.a. TBD. And yeah, back at it again. Uh, Tucker, Tucker, really, Tucker really messed with us because he was supposed to be off today, but now he's Is that why he wasn't off. first? I was so confused. Yeah. 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 I was like, wait, yeah. why is my name? He, he generated the intro video oh. weeks ago when we, planned ahead we for this thought one. that he would rare, still be. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I thought it was going to be the substitute teacher yet again, but Tucker said, absolutely not. <laughs> so it would not be yeah. uh, it would not be a water cooler show uh, unless the intro, which we've been doing for ten years now, wasn't wasn't 11. a little bit. 11. Uh, okay, eleven wasn't I a little bit. Uh, a little discussion bit fuzzy. about that on uh, yeah. the social networks, formerly known as Twitter. Um, about mm. what the oldest podcast is in the WordPress space. And I was like, it's us, it's us. And Adam Silver of Kitchen Sink WP was like, no, it's me. And then I was like, no, it's it's us. But then he found someone else. It's actually some Dustin something who has a podcast called Your Website Engineer since yes. 2010. Oh, yeah. We are no sure. lo- we are sure, not sure, sure. the oldest. Oh, I, I that we were the oldest. Yeah, I, but hey, he now works for Automatic, so uh, everybody, we have, we're the most we have independent. A, we have a guest. Oh, <laughs> we do. Hello, audio listeners. It's not just the three of us today. You We'd wouldn't know it, though, if you were here. If you weren't. <laughs> Cosper, give us a Take little intro. Away. Well, I, I think I'm actually going to let uh, Host give his own intro, but um, Host, um, one of my coworkers over at DreamHost, a, a job that I have that I I do not uh, talk very much about because I I like to keep my work and personal life separate. But uh, host Although is Dream someone is who awesome. oh I, can I that. yeah I'm happy to advocate. I use DreamPress across the board. This is not a paid thing. I get no affiliate anything. I just use it a lot. But host, host is somebody who I get to uh, work with day in and day out, and uh, we're I, I'm excited to to kind of introduce him to y'all. He's hanging out in our uh, in our chat, uh, our Discord. So uh, if chat seems a little uh, extra oh. empty today over on YouTube, <laughs> that's why because uh, he's he's not chiming in uh, occasionally also, over there. Host, how about you introduce wait, 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 yourself? Wait, I just also real quick. I just also want to say that host is the is responsible for my uh, social network, formerly known as Twitter's profile picture. So if you enjoy that profile picture, you can thank him. Okay. Yes. Please introduce yourself. Yeah. So, well, thank you very much. Uh, This is actually like the first time uh, that I I have been on a podcast like in English because my main language is Spanish. (laughs) And I travel all the way from Mexico to Bogota to be here with you guys via StreamYard. I'm very excited. Wait, you went from Mexico to Bogota to be here Yeah, today? so all my career is around WordPress watercolor. This is the, the kind of obsessed I am <laughs> with you guys. That's awesome. Oh, you moved to Bogota so that you could work for DreamHost. Yeah, so I can yeah. be well, that's you. amazing. That's, that's cool. So basically, when Cosper says uh, the world's most influential podcast, you know, we're talking it like it is. <laughs> Dang, we didn't have to say it ourselves. Yay. <laughs> awesome. Well, anyway, um, I'm actually really excited about today's topic because um I think that this is a, a really gray area. It's kind of a it's just a weird space, right? It's always like a uh the transitional spaces. I've I've been talking a lot about this, like for example, speaking of like Mexico, I, I've been talking a lot about border arts and the art that is created and the or like art installations that take place along the border of like Mexico and California. Um, and it's just, and Arizona also super interesting when you start talking about like that transition and even not looking at any of the like political aspects of it. Cause that's just, just a whole ball of worms or ball of wax or a can of worms. Um, 
But this is, we're in that space, right? Where we've been transitioning for, for a long time, by the way, from classic, classic press. <laughs> I mean, kind of. Uh, right, classic themes. I mean, literally classic themes, but to now with, um, with block themes. And like, there are a lot of hybrid themes that are like kind of, I'm, I make hybrid installations where like the posts are in blocks, but the, um, the, the pages are not. So it's like, it's this, this like this weird time of transition. See, uncomfortable. Well, I, I am, <clears throat> you remind me about the, this blog museum, the, this MOBA museum of block art. Uh, what do you think about mm -hmm. those pieces are, are like uh, this cool showcase of what you can do with blogs. Uh, I, I think it's pretty interesting to see how they are made. I haven't been on the page lately, but it was like a very cool experiment. What do you think about that? <laughs> What do I think about it? I mean, yeah. I think it's really cool. Like, cause it's, I, I, I think that it, <laughs> what it is, is to me as someone who does CSS, right? And the whole concept of CSS was that it was universal. And then you would, you know, you would drill down to these specific things and change it only, you know, as lightly as possible in the more specific inner nesting parts of the CSS, right? But I think that the block themes or the blocks, they're basically like their own little worlds. <laughs> like they're like their own, like super hyper styled especially the block themes in the museum right like so it's not like you would necessarily use those blocks or use them on different pages they are themselves like a an entity right so yeah exactly on the screen is this like amazing like ballerina on a stage but like i mean i think it's really amazing that we can use blocks as a palette as like an art tool like that's pretty cool um but these are not this doesn't necessarily like transfer across to a theme. So no. I'm interested to see how your, what your thoughts are about that. I actually have a postcard of that one, which is pretty cool. Courtney brought it, uh, sent it to me from WordCamp uh, Europe, the rainbow target. So, I mean, I think those are beautiful, but are they practical? I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I don't think that those are necessarily practical, but they can learn make you learn about accessibility. For example, if you have like this cover block, and I have been recently working on a website that has this mm, transparent header, and a cover block is like the container of all the content, like the header, the body, and the footer. And I made it like pretty easy mm, to have like a gradient to go from black To transparent and then you have like this main area maybe i can share with you like the the website in a little bit but the thing is that uh it can give you ideas of what to do and i i guess uh, you can mess a lot of your work with with that if you don't know about about accessibility because you have like a lot of power with blogs nowadays but uh, as long as you use it just to get creative with things uh, there are I, I guess not a lot of limits. Yeah. I, you know, what you just said about accessibility made me wonder. So some of those just look like images, right? Something you would make on Photoshop or, you know, procreate or whatever. But in terms of accessibility, a block describes what is there. So in theory, someone could read the code and like, I don't know, visual, like say someone does, is, you know, doesn't have sight or, you know, whatever it happens to be, someone could read that code and I don't know what the word was like, understand, I suppose, what is being created by that, by looking at the code in, in a more, in a, in a more, um, in an easier yeah. way, even than like SVG, which is just like a bunch of numbers. But in theory, you could like be like, oh, I well. could theory, theoretically map it out. But this is like, You know, you could be like, oh, look, there's vivid reds and there's circles. You know, by reading out this code, you could know right. that radius 100%, you know, color, vivid red. So you could literally, from the code, get a visual of the what is created. And I've never thought about that before. 
So this, really this brings me, I don't know that that's what you meant, but that is what I thought. This, this brings me back to uh, kind of the original uh, way. I mean, when I was learning, I'm going to date myself, but when I was learning how to like build websites in like 1995, 1996, you yeah. would try to figure out how people did stuff. So you just view source and you oh, start yeah. picking this stuff that. apart. Yeah. Uh, this uh, every, the, every day. <laughs> the Museum of Block Art specifically has a a uh, little link that's like find out how this art was made and then we'll give you um the the code for uh those blocks so yeah you can you can pick it apart you can import it into your site uh and um start uh messing with it and uh the, one of the the really uh cool things about this i think is that um you are doing this with um, something you already have installed. It's no additional plugins. It's no anything else. Uh, and, um, you know, kind of one of the reasons we're here today is we're, we're going to, we're, we're talking to hosts about how he has been moving people from uh, kind of short code oriented sites over to uh, the block editor uh, and having something where, uh, you can effectively visit a website, go, oh, I like how that looks, crib the code for yourself, copy and paste it into your WordPress install, not install a plugin, not install like, and then have to configure the plugin or anything else. But you can kind of just pick these objects off of the internet if, that you if like. If blocks, you mean? Yes. If they right. are also, you can go pick blocks off the internet is what you're saying. Not like... <laughs> Some random right. site that's not built in blocks. Sure. But the more okay. we start to build with blocks, but the more we start to build with blocks, the more we're going to be able to start just picking these objects like from uh, sites and go like, oh, okay, like I can remix this into a thing that I would like to use. Um, I To me, I, that seems really uh, powerful. It's like zine culture. Yeah. Or like remixes, like like early, like, well, I mean, it's still being done, obviously, extensively, but like just when it began, like, you know, remixing like sounds together and like taking samples from like, you know, this song and this song and mixing it all up. You know, I wonder if that involves copyright issues in the future as well. Mm. Sure. If you don't want to be mm -hmm. worried about copyright, uh, then you can transition from art to patterns. So we have this WordPress.org. Uh, slash patterns directory with a mm -hmm. lot of useful, um, you know, pieces of, or, or I mean groups of, of blocks that are pre-designed and uh, work well. I guess it's just as a base start, it's, it's, are, they are okay to work with um, and they are just like literally uh, something that you can copy and paste an arm. Okay, so I have a question. <laughs> I have a question. So patterns and blocks, both of them to me are, you know, these are components. These are elements on a page. These are content components. So, you know, and, and the thing that I, I kind of struggle with in general, and I have actually been doing, made some comments on some tickets that are open about patterns in the pattern directory, um, is that it's very disconnected. Like, you know, you might pick one, but then you're like, oh, I want some other, you know, I want to call the action pattern that matches this one. And you can't necessarily go get that. And so there's a lot of like, you're, you're bringing in these different styles, you're bringing in these different settings, you know, something's got this font or something's got, you know, this margin or whatever. Um, and you're mixing that up. So kind of bringing this back. So it's not just about blocks, right? We're talking about block themes. So I, and, and, and as someone who's done a lot of work of this conversion, like how do you differentiate, like where, what's the theme component? Are you just using like straight up the, the default theme? Are you using, um, you know, what, what is, where does the theme part come in versus the pattern or the block? Okay, so in my case, I mostly use uh, the default uh, WordPress theme. I tried to use that right. 2023 one because it comes with uh, some patterns and because it 
has like a lot of attention of the users and it supposedly has like a lot of attention on accessibility issues also. And so for me, it's like this base start and since the site editor already has this uh, ability to include CSS like without using a, a plugin and that CSS you can see like also in the backend, like that for me has been like a, this game changer, like instead of relying on, on external components, as you mentioned, like not only, um, you know, layouts, but also, yeah, functions that you assemble. I, I guess like for me, that's like the best way to, to start. And I, I don't even use like child themes anymore. I try not to. So if I, yeah, you're muted. I'm muted, but that's, I was going to say, this is really um, the fact that you're using the default theme, right? To create whatever. And that also, you know, child themes, which were a huge thing and a hu like the only way to build out and, and like kind of time preserve, you know, like protect your site against future updates, like for, for themes that would update and have, you know, maybe code overwrites or whatever style overwrites. Um, it's really changing that landscape. Like, so you're, you don't even need other themes. So it's not even like themes, it's just theme. So at what point yeah. does that theme just become WordPress and then patterns and blocks, you know, are the, are the styles. We've, yeah. We we've had this discussion before. Uh, I remember We're when endlessly uh, have this discussion, <laughs> right. But I, I remember specifically when Matt had his, his missive of, he wanted, what was it? A, a thousand block themes in the directory by uh, some particular time frame. Uh, we were just like, but with, with <laughs> Gutenberg, with the block editor, with full site editing, you don't necessarily, what is we're, we're getting to a point, <laughs> right? What is the theme? We're getting to a point where we don't necessarily need, like you have these kind of uh, very cool themes that you can pull off and, and they're very like single purpose and everything else. And you're right, like, exactly. oh, I want to throw together uh, a site that shows like when I'm performing uh, shows, like say you're a live actor, whatever, and, and where I'll be. Like there's a, a theme that they have that'll do that. Uh, you can, you know, move stuff around on the block editor real quick and easy. But for the most part, like if you're building a site, you don't need 2023, 2024, or eventually we're going to get to this place where it's just going to be theme the site editor well it's just it'll yeah. just be the site editor right and then right. there'll be the baseline so i guess you could then add on like presets sort of right so that would be a theme a theme would be like you know it is a json file but at a certain point everyone's just going to stick all the stuff in the json file like it's not like everyone's going to go to everyone else's json file and start taking all their components and just sticking them all in there Right. You so you've ever... got a giant JSON file that can do anything. And then, yeah. then what, like, it's really about, it becomes about presets. That's like, that's what I kind of keep concluding. Like it all is, this is like the, the beginning styles. You want this site to start with, you know, a sans serif font. And like I said, ugh, margins on, you know, whatever. And it's, but if you can change all of that from the install, you know, and, and that part, that all of that stuff is totally flexible. I, I, have, I, I, have I just don't even understand here. anymore. Like, yeah. Have, what, you, what, have what? you ever built? Have you ever built a um, a content management system that has an entire infrastructure around it, and then at some point, a bunch of people build stuff that make money to do stuff with it, and then you you end up essentially taking away all the things that you don't actually need anymore, like themes maybe even like plugins at some point. And then all it ends up becoming is just like font selection and color selection and um, locations of things that are floating around on the page. That's what happened. <laughs> I, so, I mean, yeah. I so feel it's like, like that's what's happening. It's yeah, like, yeah. You paint yourself yeah. into a corner and then that corner is not perfectly 90 degrees, <laughs> you know? And now you're like, what do I do? Um, well, I guess what we do is we just make it so that um, that people can um, customize things using these these things. But by the way, we still need to have the themes because the themes are how we make money. And we still need the hosting to have the themes to make <laughs> the money. And so you, you, 
I don't know. I, I feel like we painted well, ourselves but no, into a I, corner. I think that it isn't about the themes anymore, and that's why we have the hosting wars. But we need a thousand of them, or 10,000 well, or whatever it was he said. I mean, honestly, that's just 10,000 different JSON files with some different well, style yeah. takes. Like, you can go to the word we were looking at um, in our in our, our little group message chat. We were ta- looking at the WordPress.com themes that are available. Mm-hmm. Um because they, you know, that's where all of the block themes are, you know, there's a lot of block themes being developed and they are so opinionated. They're the most opinionated themes I've ever seen in my life. Like they're the exact opposite of the default theme. And I, yeah. I'm, you know, that's also kind of what they're, they're sort of like the block museum, right? Where these blocks are like, this is not a, <laughs> a block for all people. This is a, you know, a rainbow circle, <laughs> a rainbow target yeah, thing. Yeah. Like this is a ballerina dancing on a stage. Like that's not an applicable block to everybody. Right. Even though it's just built from a block. So it, you know, it's really like really turning everything into Legos. And it's like, do you yeah. have, what color Legos do you have in your, your pack of Legos? And they're and all then, painted on the side. <laughs> and so yeah, you're only looking at like, it from the side. Like the first thing uh, you think when you, yeah, when you say the word blocks are just mm-hmm. like Legos, like from the start. Legos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and I, it's like, are like... You, you can buy a pack, right? Those Lego packs that are like build, you know, Hogwarts or like build, you know, an X-Wing yeah. or something. But you can build that or you can build something else completely. You could build some sheep and a little farm if you wanted to with the X-Wing pack. You know, you don't right. like it's not you don't have to build that. And so I think that is. You could also build the X-Wing with just generic Legos. You don't have to have the X-Wing pack to build the X-Wing, right? So, like, I it just, I, I feel like, and we're not talking about this technically enough, probably, for Dev Branch, because, you know, I love to talk about things, like, philosophically. But at a certain point, what I'm trying to say is, I don't, what is the theme, again? Like, what is so, it? It's not. It's a collection of wrote. patterns, perhaps? Yeah, so that, that's what I brought, like, this little video to have some little tech, like, details. You have but a video? Just... Yeah. Yeah, you're showing yeah. Like, right like a video to share? Like, in, yeah. like, I it's feel like we I mean, roll it's in just a... my, my Oh, screen. this is your video? Yes, it is. <laughs> I okay, thought... so I'm just, like, I, showing you... I totally you... know what's going on in my own show. It's cool. <laughs> a little um, way to... I mean, I, I'm going to rewind the, the video real quick. I really oh. legitimately did not realize it's a video. Folks who are on the yeah. podcast, there is a screen share going and it looks like Jason or Jason are just, you know, as they do, just scre- scrolling through something. But apparently it's actually a video. So why don't you tell yeah. us what's actually going on here? Okay. So you can see that in this case, I have like a slider. I, I hate sliders, but I had to because <laughs> I must, I mean, I wanted to try the performance and Actually, it's pretty good. Like nowadays, even if you use like a slider or a regular gallery, like a, an image gallery, or even this is like a sample gallery with uh, tabs, with some tabs. Mm, these tabs are using this lady, lazy loading um, script. So even if you have like a ton of tabs, um, it works like amazingly fast. So I don't have like... A, any other plugins, just this one installed. And this is like a, a library of, of block theme, I mean, of, of block plugins. But I guess it loads like What's pretty fast. What's the library called? That one is uh, spec- the Spectra one. No, the, yeah, Spectra. But in this case, what I wanted to mention is that we have to move from themes to what will be like the best uh, way to showcase our work or the content like in this case uh, it's like almost the same I, I mean those are always like a group uh, I mean a container with child blocks and this is the core one from the sidebar you can edit like little details like you know uh, add a, a link and all those kind of stuff but when you are using a custom plugin that's when things start to become a little bit uh, weird. Like you still have these uh, parent and child blocks, but then, for example, if you want to have the same uh, kind of function to show like the most, um, the biggest uh, kind of image, you will have to insert it instead of using it as a background. And those are like the little details that 
you will have to take like into consideration like when you use uh, maybe like this tabs uh, block or, or tabs plugin what you end doing is like you have this thing that is called uh, when you I forgot the, the exact word but you start having like accessibility issues if you don't take into consideration the height of the the height of the container so for some of these uh, blocks you will have to learn I, I mean the developers will need to to learn how to add these global styles like to have uh, some way to to start uh, making things easier for the people that really cares about uh, accessibility and and not just clutter all the options in the sidebar, you know, and or make your own UI because when you everything update sidebar, we're like yeah, if everything is in the sidebar, media. yeah, that, that's uh, something sidebar that Lusa. we have a sidebar in our sidebar. Actually, we have tabs in our sidebar, and I and then there's an aside the list, and then there's the list items, the list thing, which is just like. I mean, I get, I understand how to use it. It's just, I don't understand, like, it's the sidebar thing. It's like, even we're going to re, we're, we're not rebuilding, we're rebuilding the UI of the admin, the dashboard, probably to look more like the site editor, full site editor and all of those components, right? Yep. We're blending that in, but I am, and it's not about the design or the colors or whatever, but it is about the the sidebars, honestly, these panels that are just like endless, endless things with like drop downs and extenders and things. And it just like, instead of the, you know, something like Divi, right, where you're doing all of that stuff in on the page, instead, you're just doing that like in your sidebars. So a certain degree, it isn't the front, like the what, what we've been always trying to get to of the uh, editing on the screen right? It's still abstracted from, you can edit on the block, obviously, but you can't do all of what, you know, you were demonstrating in your video there. You can't go into all the block styles. You can't go into the list without abstracting from the page. Right. So even though we've made it, so you're like editing it while you're looking at it, it's really just like we took the customizer and like mashed it into the, into the editor because it's still there. It's still a sidebar. Yeah. It's still multiple sure. sidebar menus. So like I'm, you can just see it better. It's just integrate. Like, I don't know. How is this? this is what, like theme it, yeah, this is, this is what Say and I both were trying to figure out when, when this <laughs> stuff was going on um, early on is that like we came from, you know, both Divi as well as Beaver Builder and, and the Beaver Builder side for me was like, why can't I customize the, the margin? Why can't I change the global color that's going to be used on everything? And uh, talk about opinionated. A lot of these, a lot of these blocks back, you know, when they first, when people are start first starting to do blocks, they were all when coming up with anything. their own ways of doing things. Like, yeah. oh, here's my own color picker, and I, you, you can only pick the colors by CMYK. You can't pick the colors <laughs> by RGB. And here's like, why? Like, what, what's going on here? And, well, I, and you know. The the, the default color picker is still a bunch of clicks to get like it's gotten it's a little bit better in terms of like it's true now if you click the the, the button it does <coughs> excuse me it does open the hex so you can put the hex in but you're like literally you have to yeah. click, you have to click open the sidebar you have to click to the styles panel you have to click into the correct thing you have to extend it then you have to open the mm -hmm. color. this is a boring thing that I'm saying because this is how many <laughs> steps it is. Like, you know yeah, why? Right. See, th that's why we will have these commands from the command uh, palette. So if everything, in case you can find it, you will just have to type and search and you will jump. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know that it's so much the getting there that is actually the problem. It is that it is so abstracted. Like it yeah. isn't like, I feel like that's what the goal was, was to create something that was like editing on the page. That was, you know, and like, this this doesn't feel like it is that to me. And I, you know, I'm not critiquing this from a should it exist standpoint. I'm just saying, you know. One of, one of the things cool. that I, we, we got, I mean, this is great. Uh, what we do is get on tangents. What is a podcast, but if not going off on tangents. Um, 
but one of the things that was interesting when uh, Host was showing off his video that I noticed is as he was showing it off, he showed off uh, a gallery of images first, then he showed off uh, a kind of like a slider and then tabs, uh, and he ran uh, Google Lighthouse metrics for each one of these things. And um, the the gallery of images, or I, I'm sorry, the, the original large gallery of like full size images uh, loaded up very quickly within like what well, I, I think the load time for lighthouse was like 0.5 seconds uh, he added also, a slider which those images were probably optimized no Sorry. no and those were from the photo directory so that's other you know place where you could you can grab without having problems sure. just just from the wordpress photo directory yes so so he, with... he oh, I stand corrected <laughs> yeah, he, he grabbed those images full width from the directory, uh, but sliders, which uh, again, uh, Hosa said he's not a fan of, I'm not a fan of, like we, we all kind of, uh, you know, have uh, our problems with sliders, but uh, the performance of, uh, of using a slider in um, something uh, like full site editing and, and the block editor, uh, the the load difference on that in the Google Lighthouse score uh, from 0.5 seconds to 0.7 seconds. So you're just getting like 0.2 seconds of additional load time on this thing because you're using a slideshow of these large, like full width images uh, because it's lazy loading, because it knows to only load the images like when they're needed. Um, so you're you're so wait, getting that that's core, right? That's not in the theme. That's just now core right. the the core WordPress. Right. right. And that's that's the thing that is kind of remarkable to me as much as I don't like sliders that we have managed to only add sliders, which for so long uh, with uh, sorry, I'm going to trash them. I always do revolution slider again and again, <laughs> um, you know, do revolution it. slider historically would add so much load time to a page because they're loading just this crap, unnecessary JavaScript. They're, you know, uh, building off on top of jQuery, which is already bloated and just nasty and everything else. And uh, jQuery that way. We've gone. I don't want to hear that. jQuery is only is not by default a problem. It is only in how you deploy it. Yeah, but see, we the problem is, I guess, <laughs> every but everybody deploys it very poorly. Ninety-five percent of USB thumb drive. That's how I usually give it to people is via USB thumb drive. It's it's much faster. <laughs> It's it well yeah the latency isn't that great but once you actually have it it's yeah it's it's pretty snappy uh, but it, it it's just remarkable to me how using this thing again um, uh, traditionally using something like slider revolution using whatever other slider uh, stuff you have this is something that we have traditionally been building using short codes. Um, you know, these galleries. I'm not here these... to be a short code apologist in any way. Not, not at all. all. I've uh, never thought that was okay, even if I use it sometimes. Uh, short codes, not even once. I mean, no. in reality, that's kind of just, I mean, essentially, a short code is just a code injection, you know? So, like, sure. it, no. it's, it's not, it, the reason it's, quote unquote bad is because it's a code injection into content instead of programmatic in code injection. But in theory, all of a website is code injection. Like, right. That's like short codes. <laughs> like short codes stuff were, just in. A, so, we're just right. a product of their time. Yeah. So, I mean, now there's just other ways to bring that data in, right. You, you know, there's other ways to merge that stuff. So it's not like a short code itself again was not the problem. Just like jQuery itself is not the problem. It's how that short code was used or overused. You know, it's not like PHP is a problem, but when people took PHP plugins and put them inside of the content, then that's when it was the problem. Anyway, I have a quick question if uh, for you, hosts, um, if I may. Uh, on your notes, which you so um, delightfully prepared <laughs> for today's show that we just like to obliterate, um, 
<laughs> you know, preparation is not our, is not our on brand for us. Um, no. But you did mention the transition. And so that's something I, I definitely wanted to hit on because again, we're in, that's where I started this whole thing is we're in this transition time. So if you're transitioning people, are you just straight up transitioning them to the default theme and then customizing? What is your, what is your approach to this? Yeah, it depends on the project, but whenever I can use the latest one, like right now, I'm starting to see the GitHub for the 2024 <laughs> theme. It's already open. It doesn't yes. have an, so anything, but, but I'm already subscribed. <laughs> so I just changed to the latest one and use that. Try to use it. To, to whoa, use whoa, 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 whoa. So wait, hold, please. So let's say you deployed a site last month. It's using 2023. It's a conversion from whatever. When 2024 comes out, are you going to port that site to 2024? Of course, because that's more money for me. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay, well, that, that's that. actually it's kind you. of hilarious. <laughs> no, no, no. no, I will just stay with, with that one. But when there was this, uh, I don't know the exact name, but it was like the first, one of the first uh, full editing blocks. Um, it was not even full. Like I <laughs> included the header and footer like using... Uh, reusable blocks, like are now, you know, sync blocks. But mm -hmm. right now, sync uh, patterns, sync patterns. Ah, uh, yeah, sync patterns. <laughs> uh, yeah, and we didn't talk about that, but I, um, I would really start like, I would love to see what will partially sync patterns will look like. Like those are going to be like amazing, I guess. I think <laughs> I think themes are essentially going to be a default style set and pattern collections. Yeah. Honestly, and, and then very kind of, you, you want to have like strong, uh, strong controls, st strong presets, so that if you bring blocks that aren't part of, or, or patterns that aren't part of that, that you can override the external styles with the styles of your existing site. So like, I don't know, <laughs> they all say important or something, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> And, and just for the, without for the doing that, that that's converting. like that would be good right like that would be because you don't want to bring in some random pattern from wordpress.org and then it's like completely different than your existing theme right? right so that's that's really where i've been struggling in terms of patterns and theme it's because like i, I built a, i built with frost but didn't have the patterns i needed so I brought, I went to the, you know, the pattern directory. I was like, let's try out the pattern directory, right? Brought some in. And it's like a whole, it's like if you add in a template that's got like stock photos from like some random, you're like, now I've got all this crap in here that is, that I have to go and like strip out. So yeah. I don't know how that, like the theme or the, the preset styles needs to be strong enough to override those or to have some sort of function where it can't, you know, do I want the the these block styles to be overridden by the theme or something like that so that the theme really does take precedence? Because right now, the pattern and the block don't really care what your theme says at all. Right. It's it To, to go back to that uh, Lego analogy, uh, having these kind of disparate patterns, it's like saying, okay, I've got a bucket full of Lego uh, in front of me. Uh, I am going to build Frank Lloyd Wright's falling water house, uh, except all of my Legos are from uh, the castle collection, the pirate ship collection and the space collection. Exactly. And you're, you don't you're, have any water working, blocks at all. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're working towards this idea that you have in your head, but you're, you're picking all of these parts from stuff that just does not go. Um, right. that I, I, I think that, um, we're in for a really interesting time in, um, kind of, and, and maybe, uh, a slightly painful time, uh, mm -hmm. in theming as people, uh, you know, have patterns that they like, and they're just like, oh, I use this on all of my sites, even if it doesn't fit in 
um, this opinionated theme that I picked off of uh, wordpress.com slash themes or whatever. Like, yeah. oh, but I found this really cool pattern that I like. I'm going to try to make it work. And then, it, y- you know, it's uh, you're, you're right. just jamming it in there until it fits. It's like, I mean, uh, hey, I really what you're doing, right? Like, you're, I really you're love those it shoes. And it all down. Yeah, I really love those shoes. Uh, but they're only available in a 12 and a half and I'm a 13 <laughs> and you're just jamming your foot in there trying to, trying to get it. Like, I will really put this just... shoe on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what it's like. That's what it feels yeah. like because and then you have um, different preset styles. If you're bringing in, I mean, I was never a fan of template parts ever, like literally ever. I understand them, but people have oh, used them yeah. into like a, you know, like, for example, if you're using, if you're trying to uh, customize the event calendar, I don't know if anyone here has ever tried to customize the event calendar. You're literally, it. it's parts, inside parts, inside parts, inside parts, inside folders, inside all the different components, plugins folders, which are also different. And some of them are named in different styles because one was created, you know, 10 years ago and one was created three years ago. So, like, it is... Like you open up these files and it's literally like two lines. It says, go look at that file. I'm pulling information from that file. And at a certain point, like even the template patterns, like and the template parts, that starts to get confusing when you have all of these different components. So it's like, which part, mm-hmm. what's a template part versus a pattern versus a, a synced pattern versus a block? And where are the styles? What is the theme? Like this is to me, there's no clear delineation between any of these parts. And while we people who deal with WordPress all the time can look at it and figure it out or just be like, Oh, it's, you know, use this for that. I just got in a conversation two days ago with a client about whether something was a page or a post for like 10 minutes. So (laughs) these people are not going to be like, is this a pattern or a page? You know, like, it's and you know, uh, posts for the and user. pages, posts mm-hmm. and pages are the same. Mm-hmm. Well, they, they aren't the same. <laughs> Technically, they aren't the, I mean, they're the same in terms of like how they produce, but they're not the same on the back end and how they are categorized, how the person interacts with them, how, and you're not going to, I mean, you could have pages come through, you know, into it out of a, a little dynamic block, you know, where you're pulling it. Sure. You can pull pages, you can pull posts, but the default is that posts act, you know, in a different way than pages. So that's actually kind of the exact same thing that I'm saying, right? Like posts and pages have always been pretty like, is it a post? Is it a page? What do I know? Right. And now it's like, is it a block? Is it a pattern? Is it a theme? It's like, are they all the same thing? Like which part's the pattern part? What is WordPress? (laughs) What is WordPress? Like we're just like deconstructing it. And pretty soon it's just going to be like Matt standing on a mountain. And it's just like 40, 43 minutes in and we finally got to our bong rip moment what is wordpress <laughs> what, is what, WordPress? Is WordPress? what are we even talking about is it software is it people is it a concept yeah i I, I to to kind of go along with the analogy that we were doing here i was thinking more along the lines of like you know when you go to disneyland and each one of the each one of the people in the different the different lands they all have different costumes and it's a very specific costume to the area that they're in When Mm -hmm, I go into the patterns directory and look at those patterns, I feel like I'm taking someone from Autopia and I'm putting them over where Winnie the Pooh is. And it just makes no sense. You're like, why are these two here? These people, like, what's going on here? Why is there, like, a pirate guy over here (laughs) next to, like, I don't know, like, Small World? Like, it it just, it doesn't make sense to me. And so yeah, I, that is, that's a really good analogy. Like, it's totally what it looks like. <laughs> yeah, because you're not allowed to have these people go to different places, but apparently you can just go into the patterns thing and grab something with like a huge font and all this really cool stuff and then stick it onto a bunch of flowery things with the <laughs> damn right boat, there. with the damn boat <laughs> from, you know, one of the older uh, themes. It's just like, it, it, it. I don't understand how this is supposed to work when, Jason, when you don't have those things talking to each other. I think that the Museum of Block Art is yeah. not really different or that much different than the Block Patterns directory right now. So it's just yeah. like a showcase. But the good thing is that uh, these patterns are, at least to me, easier and easier to edit, like becoming mm. easier. At least you have right. like this, you know, your defined uh, set of colors that you don't have to go and look 
like everywhere you can just uh, start like mod modifying and you have these like external tools or uh, plugins to complement them. So for me, it's not like a big deal. Like I, I, I don't really use a lot of patterns. Like I sometimes just duplicate. Yeah, I make them or duplicate. Uh, I mean the closest one or just add some columns or like, for example, one of my favorite uh, blocks is uh, the group one, but the, with the variation that is the row. So you can mm -hmm. have these little, you know, logos side by side and these uh, things that allow you to use like um, advanced like CSS right now without having to worry uh, about if it's compatible with browsers or not. So but I wait, think, I, yeah. Is, is, so this is something I don't actually know, does, and I should probably know this, but I don't. Is Does the most recent version of the block editor have a CSS editor like what was in the customizer, where you can actually specify classes and styles? Or is it just the CSS class assigner, where you can assign certain classes to blocks? You have uh, two fields, like the general CSS that overrides like everything. but even uh, in the global styles panel, you can customize each uh, block. So you can override only that block and it's not like a, a big file of CSS. So it's, it's getting like pretty So it's flexible. like the customizer. I, I was tracking for a while on somewhere in the community, in the track somewhere, um, the CSS conversation, I think it was in the full site editor channel and uh, talking about losing that, uh, you know, that CSS component that like, in in admin CSS component because you can always create a style file or a JSON file or whatever, right? But like, you can't, um, you couldn't for a long time. Yeah, it's the custom CSS, so you can put it in there. All right, well, thanks, Courtney. Since six point two, I'm definitely updated. Uh, but that that was a, I mean, that's that's for developers or CSS folks, right? It's not like it's not like the average person developing a site is trying to go in there and add CSS. That's just something we needed in order to have additional control. Yeah, but, but you are using like less and less CSS. Like um, most of the UI, uh, no, you not you. <laughs> I mean, no, like, no, uh, I'm so mad CSS is the coolest. Like yeah. CSS does so much cool stuff. And I just don't yes. understand why we're separating ourselves from CSS. It's the, the application. And the stupid, yeah. stupid Facebook what I mean is that you can do that from the site editor. A lot of, of the things that you used to have a lot of CSS, right now it's like less and less. You don't need that much to, you know, to, to have a, a cool design, I guess. <laughs> we just yeah. need an well, accessibility menu in the, in the settings like you do on an iPhone where you can then go and do all the cool things that you wanted to be able to do. You know, you wanted to have the little right. the little menu that pops up all the time on the screen that you can tap on because your button broke on the phone or any of those kind of like weird little things. They hide it all in accessibility, which is, you know, like what Courtney's talking about over here. It's like, can the main thing be about accessibility? I mean, yeah, it kind of should. Mean, it, I think yes. I think we're trying. Well, I, I mean, I don't want to speak too broadly, but there are a lot of people in the community focusing on making sure that core is accessible and you know the extended part like all the plugins or additional themes or whatever like those may or may not have that component and i don't i don't i i have heard i don't know i'm not an expert on this but i have been told that there are still a lot of core accessibility problems so it's not just um the that layer of developers and block developers or whoever's building stuff that's causing the accessibility issues it is the actual core you know ui How and layout that is doing it is that. to do the thing yeah i mean it's more complicated for us even like I, I mean i don't know somehow somehow it is more complicated to go in there and like hand select all of these options for, you know and i don't i kind of don't li like i liked doing css right and i know that's not as accessible to everyone who doesn't do development but i do feel um i don't know even more abstracted from development as I'm in there just like clicking, you know, a margins tab that is like literally like a, a scale box, you know, unless I change it to like being specific numbers, like it is a very, it's like a Fisher price control panel, right? Like <laughs> just the beginning thing. Duplo. Is like, yeah. It's, like, Duplo, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's the Duplo boxes. That's true. Uh, because it's like, yeah. 
you know, just wiggle this and it'll be small, medium and large. And it's like, what are we like? I like I, it that is accessible. So I probably shouldn't complain about that because it is taking that that level of design control and giving it to someone who doesn't understand what the difference between PX and EM is for font sizes. Right. So like I get that, but yeah, I, I do feel like it is, I don't know. I don't know if that matters, honestly, Only like if all the blocks support it. You know, I think honestly designers should be more concerned about this than developers because the, under the, under the hood stuff, the functionality like that's still all really important. Like that part is all still complicated and there's a lot going on and there's new languages that are being tossed in there all the time. But the design component is being simplified, you know, sort of like the Canva of websites, right? Like that is what's happening here. So really less developer concern than theme creator and designer concern because if everyone is able to just you know, modulate their stuff, which they probably should be able to do. Um, anyway, that's just my thoughts. Do, 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 do. We've gone way overboard. We have. I'm so we sorry have, yeah. for all of my jabbering and, as per and usual. Host, host produced like a, a multi-page document. And I think we only scratched about 15% uh, <laughs> of it. I tried to go back. Oh, in. Dard, we have to have him on again. Is that oh, what, shoot. Is that we what didn't you're talk saying? About chili we didn't talk about chili Achilles. You like literally made an entire like um, outline. I think we should put yeah. the outline in the show notes so everyone can understand just how far away from host's vision that no, we got. Because then we're setting like a level of expectation and, and I don't want to set a level of expectation. <laughs> I was thinking more that it would, the level of expectation would be like, you can make these plans, but we All will right. take your plans and we will just I'll, pop them out the window. I'll just make sure that the links aren't clickable. With love though. So With you love. have to actually highlight and copy and paste that, that, that will change the level of expectation. We'll, we'll definitely do sure, that. Sure, sure. <laughs> Thank well, you for uh, all your effort preparing yeah. it, though. Yeah, thank you very much for coming and hanging out with us. We really appreciate it. And for the folks that um, hung out in the chat, thank you very much as well. If you found that this uh, content was interesting, we do this show, Dev Branch, once a month. It's the first Friday of the month, and that's when we put this type of show out. So if you're wondering, like, wow, they've only done 30 episodes? That's actually a long time. <laughs> if it's monthly, it is. It is monthly, right. yep, yep. So uh, th again, thank you all for coming and hanging out with us. We really appreciate it. Here is thank our you. outro. And one of you need to actually say the words. Here we go. I will. Oh, yeah. Okay, Spotify, YouTube. I guess we're on that Facebook thing. We don't go to Instagram. Anyway, come chat with us in the Discord because that's kind of just the best. Like, let's let's chat. Especially since the Slack, <laughs> make Slack instances going away. <laughs>